But yeah, this is Conscious of Crazy, Con Science uh, versus a mentally unsound mind. You know, am I con science with knowledge or am I crazy uh, with a mentally unsound mind? Conscious set of conscious or crazy. Uh, yeah, man, trying to have community conversations consistently um, and try to, you know, rebuild the community that, you know, uh, structures and systems been trying to build us, you know, trying to tear us down. But yeah, um, I have another individual uh, that will bring value to the community conversations I've been having. Uh, you know, Faith L. You know what I'm saying, I'm saying from uh, Baltimore. Salute to, salute to be more. You know, need to be peaceful, but salute to be more. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, um, I let her introduce herself to the people. Definitely, uh, love of the movement she have on TikTok and um. Yeah, go on ahead. Peace. I am Faith L. Um, I do not have quite the introduction that my friend here has, but um, I am a speaker of truth and knowledge and just spreading my voice to reach anyone who is interested and consciousness, I guess. Mm. So um, what was your journey like into you know, awareness and like spirituality, the spiritual aspect of uh, life, you know, what was, what was your journey to consciousness? How, how, how has it been for you? My journey started off quite rocky. Mm. Um, but my journey has started about maybe six years ago. And I can say what I've ended up currently, I mean, I'm quite grateful for the journey. Yeah. Um, a lot of tough lessons. But it all came with great knowledge, so I'm grateful. Yeah. yeah. One of our kind of leads into one of our topics, uh, work and evolving um, together in a relationship look like. So what does that look like to you in, a, you know, in the most positive form, you know, working and evolving together in relationships and you know, keep building with each other. What does that look like? Because that's definitely one of the shows that we watch. We definitely seen, <laughs> we definitely seen the opposite of a uh, opposite of that with uh, James St. Patrick and Tasha. <laughs> you know what I'm saying for the people that watch Power. But um, so uh, I think he had it with Angela, to be honest. But uh, we know what happened to her. But no spoilers. But spoilers. <laughs> but but um, on that. I believe that if we could be a little bit more patient with ourselves and with others, um, working with others would be quite more beneficial. It would last longer, you know, and yeah. it wouldn't be so much chaos within connections if we could understand that we all grow at our own pace and everyone isn't perfect. Yeah. We got to accept people for who they are and allow them you know, to just grow at their own pace. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like we're trying to microwave things too much and try to speed up the process of relationships. We want to, we want like a 20-year, you know, type of relationship in two months or like in a year. Like we want to instantly build, you know, like, yeah, you can't instantly build anything or, you, you know, you got to work to things. You got to... You know, it's a consistency thing. It's, uh, you know, it's step by step. And I feel like uh, the era that we in, the cell phone era, you know, uh, 
it's kind of it kind of sped up things. And we and do you feel we have over? I feel like back in the day it was just um, I feel like they had they had under access to each other, you know. And like my parents, they they was talking long distance for months, and then you know nine months they got married. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you feel like it's like an over access thing that we have going on? And that's what kind of could create flaws and issues. I do believe that the over access creates a lot of uh, issues within connections because it doesn't really give you a time to fully understand a person. Everybody is so quick to, you know, get what they want out of a connection instead of actually getting to know the person, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I also think that we make mistakes because most times we don't necessarily even understand ourselves oh yeah yeah all of a sudden yeah it's like oh so like, oh, I'm, I'm in a relationship i wasn't ready and then you get a lot of crash and burn type of situations going on because people wasn't ready and then um things get sped up it's like it's but yeah i think um just understand the person that um you start a relationship with and like understanding that the dating phase is to truly comprehend the person that you're dealing with and talking to and building with and, you know, and not automatically giving up on the flaws because everybody got flaws, nobody's perfect, but, you know, over not overseeing the flaws, but just comprehending the flaws and seeing, like, okay, is the flaw too crazy that I can't really evolve or work with this or I have my flaws as well. We can oversee these flaws and work together and build. But, yeah, I just, yeah, it's... It definitely gets it's tricky nowadays to actually evolve or um, and build with somebody because I feel like people are quick to leave something as soon as it get weird. You know, as soon as things aren't perfect, it's like oh, it's supposed to be fairy tales. It's supposed to be uh, you know, Barbie and Ken. You know, whatever. <laughs> it's supposed to be perfect, but um, I don't know. I think we, I don't know. I think we've been programmed to you know the fairy tales of love and and I think we we had this conversation prior like sometimes you're gonna hate somebody <laughs> like you you're gonna hate each other sometimes in relationships you, we can't get along all the time like sometimes you know it's it's not gonna be what would you call it um yeah it's not gonna be perfect you know it's not gonna be flowers every day you know it's not gonna be you know it's a it's an evolving thing and it's a work thing and yeah, people don't understand that's that's typical relationships like yeah like yeah But um, but I guess I guess it kind of leads into this other other segue. Um, is it better to love someone or not love at all? Well, I mean, I would say that always choose love. Yeah. <laughs> Whether you are with someone or not, always try your best to stay in the vibration of love. Yeah. But um, we speak of unconditional love. Exactly. As in loving someone without conditions, whether that person um, understands their actions or not, you still show them love. Yeah. But to be in love with the person that is incapable of loving you in the correct manner is not self-love because that isn't showing yourself the work that you actually deserve. You know, you can still love someone without actually being with them. You know, we just have to discern what the people that we would like to extend that um, 
deep love too, you know? Yeah. Uh, I do believe that there are different levels of love because you can love your friend and then you can love someone else a lot more, you know? So unconditional love is it's not as tricky as it seems, you know? Yeah. You love your friend, you love your brother, you love your sister, you love your mother. But when we get into relationships, we change the dynamic because um, we expect certain things from people that we don't necessarily even be willing to give to ourselves. And we don't recognize that until we have been through to been through so much trauma with the person, you know? Oh, yeah. So I just discern, you know, the energy that we like to keep around us and the energy that we're willing to give to another person. Yeah, yeah, and I guess we could we could touch on that or keep building on on it up to you the unconditional versus the conditional love, because I feel like it's um a true love of things and it goes back to understanding the person that you're dealing with. Like yo, I like I was always like just, it's like you start a relationship and then you kind of get the you know the rules and conditions and it becomes a dictatorship. Like hey, like I always been like this. <laughs> it's like. It's like, oh, you trying to change me and et cetera. Like, I feel like, I feel like that that becomes flaws in relationships. We, you know, some one, you know, one party could be unconditional about you, and the other one has conditions. Like, okay, like, and of course, standards are standards are important. You're supposed to have standards. Like, you're supposed to everybody have standards. And but uh, I feel like when kind of how we say like, I feel like when you love somebody unconditional, it's like it's no judgment. It's not trying to change anybody. It's just pretty much just trying to evolve together, you know, in the most peaceful manner possible, you know. And you can't, I think we already touched about it too, like, you can't force somebody to evolve or you can't, you know, because uh, you got to plant seeds and, you know, you know, I don't think, I feel like most people expect, you know, plants to grow overnight. So, all right, cool, I got my, he's like, nah, plants, it takes time for plants to grow. It takes time for trees to grow, you know. And um, it goes back to the patience. People don't have, most people don't have the patience that, you know, long-term relationships really require. You know, some people, they just got the patience for a one-year type of relationship. You know, that some people don't have the patience to actually truly have an understanding of uh, what building something long-term looks like. And, yeah, so it's, yeah, it's, but um, it's pretty much, we trying to kind of ties into another one. We try to function in, you know, function and dysfunction. But um, what are some what are some what are some aspects that you could think of like this, like functioning and dysfunction? Like I feel like, do you think some aspect of things or some scenarios where we overlook something and then? And then it's like, oh, no, nah, this, this is not that bad. And then it just keeps growing. But we're still trying to function in it. Do you feel like those scenarios, um, you know, I feel like, of course, it's unhealthy. But, like, what are some examples of those scenarios that um, that you, that you're aware of? Or? Um, well, yeah, I do believe that not paying well is yeah, not paying attention to those red flags will definitely catch up with you in the, in the end. Um, because those signs are always there for a reason, you know? Yeah. Um, and with us, you know, not giving them the attention that they rightfully deserve, 
that only makes the lesson with that connection a, a lot harder than what it needs to be. Um, I also feel that, you know, we don't necessarily pay attention to how, you know, the stability of a connection start out. We also focus on more so of the feeling. How do I feel? And not necessarily how are things in the physical around you because that is also, you know, a red flag. You know, things aren't so stable in the physical reality, then more than likely that relationship will not end up stable, you know? Mm. What are some of the examples of the, the physicality of things that um, that you're aware of that pretty much breaks down, you know, or can be good and then versus the opposite side that can be bad um, for relationships? Um, a big one, actually. Mental health. Yeah. Uh, pretty sure a lot of people could relate to that. Um, a lot of people, they get into relationships and they... Trauma bond, you know, that's that's a big one. Trauma bonding with people. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people aren't mentally stable or are able to, you know, handle their own energy, but yet they want to, you know, get into a relationship to fulfill a need emotionally that they think will, that relationship will sustain for them, not knowing that it will only cause them more trauma. Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, I kind of touched on it prior like yo like I got my own cup like oh you you want my cup like oh my, my cup is full and then yeah it's like yeah you definitely don't start relationships when you're trying to um when you're trying to heal or and like when you're in the beginning phases of healing like yeah you because you're trying to um you kind of trying to escape kind of trying to escape healing and just like distract yourself and and uh, yes. you know, a post a post I had times distract distractions feel like traction, and sometimes like nah, is <laughs> is not it's not good. It's not good to be distracted right now. I was like, that's why um, you know, a couple friends I have on a podcast, and you know, went through bad relationships, and like it's like yeah, now it's just strictly focused on himself, and that's the best that's the best um, that's the best way to do it because you don't want to. And, uh, and then also situations, you don't want to start something and then you kind of still have negative energy that was, you know, or negative things or things you didn't overcome in a prior situation and you bring it in a new situation. That's never, yeah. that's never peaceful. And, it, you know, hearts get broken. You don't hurt people, hurt people. And it just becomes a cycle like, oh, like, dang, I just keep hurting people because oh, you haven't healed yet. You know, if you're not healing, like, you're just going to keep hurting people. And, you know, eventually it's going to be the same person. You know, she just got a different name this time. Like, you're just going to keep hurting people. And, yeah. But, yeah, and uh, to tie back to our earlier topic, um, I think it it definitely is uh, better to love someone than not love at all. I think love usually brings out the best in us. And usually, love usually... Um, you know, usually, you know, multiplies the person that you that you truly want to be. You walk into your aspirations. Um, love usually uh, benefits you for the best and creates a better better version of yourself. But yeah, um, I definitely been in to tie it back. I definitely been in situations where you try to function and dysfunction, and I feel like, and sometimes I think even you know on a man on a man side of things. I think we've been programmed to, you know, just push through. 
sometimes push through relationships too much and sometimes, uh, you know, okay, right, we got problems, okay, we can get through them, but sometimes those problems <laughs> aren't to get through. <laughs> sometimes you, you sometimes certain problems you just can't get through because it's just not it's not going to be right. It wasn't supposed to be right. And um, if you and then definitely if you're with the wrong person, it will never get right. So like certain situations, yeah. you know, I think men become very loyal to relationships, and it kind of ties back into like the feeling. Uh, men fall in love with a feeling, and it kind of ties into ties into uh, the topic the lust versus love. You know, um, men men fall in love with a feeling, and it pretty much comes a dopamine. It's like, all right, cool. We just gotta. Like, I love this feeling. We got ups and downs. It's like, so what? And then just they, you know, it's just a constant, a constant battle of, you know, the ego. It's like, all right. It's like most of the time the ego. You know, try to hold on to things. You know, that's that's not good. <laughs> you know, the ego just try to. You know, uh, I forget what the the acronym for ego, um, but yeah, most of the time the ego get us get us in the worst situations. <laughs> you know, the the ego would be deadly. Like that's why ego death is important. Like, has it been situations where like um, your ego just like your ego just you and your ego was just tripping? I was just beefing. <laughs> just like any scenarios like <laughs> yeah I, yeah the ego just you know I, I think the egos most of the times bring out sometimes bring out the worst in you and like and just pretty much it's, it's just me against me like it's just the ego is always trying to always uh, it's just a tug of war and most of the time you know I realize certain situations and that sometimes a relationship ends like it's like nah most of the time your ego was broken that it ended like you didn't sometimes we just love the um love the illusion of someone and realizing like oh and it kind of ties back into that starting relationships not healed like with you just fell in love with the illusion of somebody because you're you're in the healing process you were hurt so you just once again got distracted in somebody else and uh, pretty much avoided, just avoided looking in the mirror, you know. It happens all the time. But um, what's your thoughts on uh? Mm -hmm. I'd like to rebuttal something that you had said. Okay. Um, you said men fall in love with a feeling. Yeah. Um, I like to think that men fall in love with what they can see, what they see. Yeah. Men exactly. fall in love with the physical aspects of life and women fall in love with the feeling mm -hmm. because we tend to be more emotional oh yeah yeah i meant the I, yeah i meant the like the the feeling that uh love brings or even once again the, the lust versus love like sometimes it's it's uh the feeling of what you know scarce energy exchange brings and men fall in love with that dopamine of that yeah and you know pretty much keep chasing it and it becomes a drug in a way yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. But um, what's your feelings on the the lust versus the love thing? Cause I feel like it gets a lot of people in trouble, and usually people get exposed. <laughs> yeah. Um, lust versus love. Now, love 
just it's being attracted to the things that feeds the ego, you know, yeah. things that we think we truly want. When love is the things that our heart truly desires. Yeah. Um, I was that's just getting closer to knowing myself, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, lust just draws us towards what the matrix has, you know, programmed us to be. Yeah. And it, it takes us away from our true identity, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's always a tug of war. It's always a tug of war. Yeah. Yeah, and... Yeah, lust, yeah. Um, I feel like it's it's a phrase, um... I think, yeah, I think I already... Like, the truth, the truth... I mean, uh, not... Uh, a lie travels, like, 10,000 miles... And then, you know, before, you know, truth could put his pants on, I feel like, you know, lust is like programmed into us to lust and like love is barely, like love is in the background whispering. Like, um, lust is like, you know, loud, you know, music blazing and, you know, love is just like a, like the, um, it's like peaceful frequencies that you should be listening to, but like love is like that. I mean, lust is like that DMX record. That's that's a hit record, but uh, <laughs> but I feel like love is like some John Coltrane that you don't really want to listen to consistently, like <laughs> you know. But you want to listen to them hit records, but you don't really want to, you know, dive in and listen to something that actually long term benefits you, like peacefully, like frequencies and for your energy. But you know, we want to hit them, them hit records, them club records, like the I Want to Rock record. Uh, you know, et cetera. Like, I feel like, um, yeah, I think the problem is like we fall in love with lust and we we completely ignore love. And because, yeah, it's just a, yeah, it's just an ego, an ego thing. Your ego say, hey, nah, nah, that's love. Like, nah, it's not really love. Like, I'm telling you, it's love. It'd be lust the whole time. The ego be, <laughs> the ego be tripping. <laughs> but, but, yeah, uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. And, and I also I also think that that stems from, you know, programming as in childhood, you know. Yeah. A lot of us haven't been loved in the correct manner, so we don't necessarily even know what love is at times. We think that lust tends to be love. So, I mean, and then we get in relationships expecting people to, uh, you know, fulfill that need of lust. when And then when someone else points that out, I guess the ego has a perception of what a man, because it's a book called um, A Man's, uh, The Man's Five Love Languages or something. I'm probably paraphrasing it, but um, I feel like some men have, or use or bruise, you know, certain love love, love languages more than others. Um, you know, I feel like, you know, men, you know, they, you know, they organize the love languages in their head how they want it, and that's their version of love, like, acts of service like <laughs> they 
they got access service three times in their head, like multiple times, like access service, access service, and it strictly means scarce energy exchange. Like, yeah, I feel like most people are using and abusing like the love languages and pretty much annoying, and most of the time can be annoying, you know, their partners. Uh, love languages to keep relation relationship functional and you know keep that true aspect of a relationship should be based off which and you know thriving in is love and like if you're just if you're just selfish on the love languages like you know that's that's never functional and I think that's the thing like and man we love physical like man yeah it's like yeah our love languages like yeah physical touch is up there for like all men yeah Suckle for physical touch, like yeah, um, but yeah, I I think yeah, we just gotta reprogram ourselves and understand that, you know, you can't be selfish with love languages, and you gotta understand, um, that, you know, outside of physical touch, the, you know, because intimacy is multiple levels of intimacy, spiritual, intellectual, you know, and you know, of course, physical, but it's it's multiple multiple le levels of intimacy and you know if you're just trying to you're just enjoying one and your partner needs the other ones checked off you know it's an issue there and it's never really gonna be a very fun it's not gonna be the the best or functional relationship that it could be if you just want to check off one box that you that you're in love with but but yeah yeah when i feel like when when an ego dies when when two people come in a relationship outside of their ego, that's when you get the the best versions of themselves and the you know the the most positive relationship you could possibly get. But um, but yeah, if someone's still in their ego, starting relationships like yeah, you gotta nah, you gotta nah, don't even entertain relationships people in their ego still and like dating their ego, but nah. Trauma-based emotions. Oh yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, um, and then like the journey through life, we touched on like we just mentioned trauma, and do you feel like? Because I feel like trauma, once again, is that tug of war. You know, trying like you, like because I feel like throughout time, throughout childhood, we we get these traumas and we kind of lose ourselves, like. Do you feel like we lost our true selves and like, and like, and then of course I feel like trauma kind of, kind of created that aspect to where we lost it. But um, what's your feeling on, I guess losing our true selves? Cause I feel like, I feel like growing up, of course we, I think fear, fear creates that, or you know fear creates that aspect of where, you know you're second guessing yourself like we. I feel like we was it was truly our most functional selves. Like of course when we was young, and um, it was a clip I just watched before. Um, it was uh, the rapper Akon. He was saying, he said I was more happy or poor, you know. And he broke down, you know, the feeling of that. Like yo, we didn't have electricity, we didn't have, you know, we just playing soccer, you know, bare feet playing soccer, you know, just enjoying ourselves. Like, but what you um, I feel like America promotes that. And America, you know, it started in that America wanted us to lose our true selves. Like, you know, the, like the, um, I think a video I sent you, like the salt, you know, they didn't promote it salt so we couldn't fly. Like, 
that's something to look into because we're very spiritual people. You know what I'm saying? And uh, voodoo is always, you know, voodoo always been the most been a positive thing for us, the spirituality thing. But America created it, created negativity towards it. And you know, you mentioned voodoo to a brother, he gets nervous, like, oh, you know, you crazy, like, oh, dang. <laughs> it's like I feel like we we lost our true selves. And once again, it's all about design. But how you feel like we can uh, we can gain our true selves back and um, and. Um, and I guess build on how you feel like we lost our true self. Um, I feel like, <clears throat> sorry, we lost our true selves. I mean, everybody loses a sense of ourselves when we, you know, get born into this reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the journey is supposed to, you know, allow us to travel back to that sense of self. And we lost ourselves due to, I just, I think I just posted a little bit of this on TikTok um, yesterday about how the actions that we um, take affect our realities. It um, brings us karma and lessons that we need to learn in order to get back to our true sense of self. Um, you know, um, and the only way to get back there is through uh, the lessons and healing through them. You know, but yeah. a lot of people aren't big on healing um, until it's too late. Know, until they get themselves uh, a predicament and they're forced to heal. Yeah. Um, we lost ourselves due to the, the lust and, you know, all of the things that feeds the ego, you know. Yeah. We got taken away from that sense of self because we started investing investing in all of the low vibrational things. And some people just get stuck in them energies. Oh, yeah. And, Yeah. And then also programming too, programming and stems us away from our true selves. You know, this this reality <laughs> is a part of that, the matrix actually. Oh, yeah. Um, it helps to keep us away from true selves for us not to actually understand who we are and the power that we're capable of sustaining, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the matrix be like, nah, you, you don't wanna you don't wanna read those books today. So come on. Let's just watch T V right. today. <laughs> right. <laughs> just just watch Bel Air. And you yeah, yeah, just watch Will Smith dunk on people, man. Like, it's like, yeah. Um, but yeah, it'd it be like that. Yeah, the, um, yeah, that's why. Uh, yeah, that's why all these distractions exist for that reason. And that's why, of course, the entertainment industry is, you know, the biggest industry. And it's not, you know, it's not by um, happenstance that, um, that uh, you have all these... Um, you know, have all these companies invested in it, you know, in the music industry. You got all these um, production companies and you got all these one percent, one percenters, you know, invested wholeheartedly in the industries and all these companies, uh, uh, you know, the list goes on. And, and of course, ties back into the music industry once again, uh, a part of the entertainment, you know, entertainment, you know, to keep you distracted. And that's why. You know, the content I'm trying to create is edutainment, like something that you can listen to, enjoy, but uh, also comprehend it and, you know, use it, you know, in your life to actually benefit you instead of, you know, become detrimental, you know. Absolutely. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it'd be like that, man. It's, it's, it's so, um, yeah, the, the journey, um, you know past yeah like the choices in the past we take definitely and I feel like some some choices I made it was to 
you know, ah, yeah, we need to heal. So, yeah, we're going to make these choices to heal. Stop playing. <laughs> I feel like we got to stop playing with healing. Like, we got to stop playing with, um, I don't know. I think we got to stop playing with evolving. I think we, you know, procrastinate evolving, too, on a daily basis. I feel like, um, and everybody does it. There's no, there's no knock on anybody. But, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, um, it's a battle. That shadow work aspect of things is, it's a battle. Some people don't want to shadow work, you know? Yeah. It's very true. A lot of people scared of their shadows. They're scared of their true selves. They're scared of uh, facing themselves and looking at what they do wrong and whatnot. Oh, yeah. It's like, um, you know, to tie it back, <laughs> it's like, a, you know, Curse, Curse the Cali Dog and Eustace, you know, booga, booga, booga. <laughs> Keep scaring that dog. Like, <laughs> Our shadows be like, yeah, like, yo, booga, 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 yeah, you scared of me. <laughs> it's like, the truth is in your face, yeah, like, I think that's why, like, most of the time, you know, like, the truth hurts and all that, like, when we, yeah, like, and in the shame, you know, we do things in secret, you know, that's why we have, you know, shame and all that, because secretly, we we know what we ain't supposed to be doing, that's why we, <laughs> you know, we, we do things in shame, or we, you know, you know, participate in activities that, you know, that we that we don't want nobody to know about. Like, yeah, because, you know, shame. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's a real thing. We got to um, overcome. But uh, I guess to tie back even to the first, to the first topic, um, do you feel, I guess, do you feel like two people should do the shadow working before starting a functional relationship or like, or just literally in in the relationship or before or in the relationship? Um, I would say both. Sometimes healing um, with another person is uh, needed. You know, sometimes people need someone um, to assist them along their healing journey. And then sometimes, you know, some healing is best done on your own. I guess it all depends on what person is, a person is at on their journey. Um, being in a relationship with a person and helping them heal, um, I don't necessarily see it as a bad thing as long as yeah. the person that's willing to receive the healing is actually, you know, willing to receive it. You know, some people just aren't willing to, to accept the help. And you just gotta allow them to, you know, get through their healing on their own. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, um, what are some, what are some, uh, I guess some advice or tips or, or benefits that you that you found on your path of healing and like shadow work aspect of things. Um, hmm. <laughs> I would say don't always listen to the mind because mm-hmm. the mind can play a lot of tricks. The mind, the oh, mind yeah, Scarface, one of my favorite records. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And I will also say, whatever the pain is, whether that be the emotion, physically, mentally, focus on that. Don't don't try to pull your attention away from it. Put your attention on the pain, and yeah. then feed that pain love. Feed it some light, because that's what's actually going to heal that pain. That's what's going to heal that trauma. You know, yeah. you just uh, trying to avoid it and make it seem like it's not there or only make that pain more intense, you know? And as 
back to the mind because the mind is very powerful. Yeah. And the mind can, you know, make you believe whatever, you know, oh, it, yeah. it needs you to believe. Um, yeah. We don't take affirmations as serious as we need to be. I mean, it's a very small step, but it has great power because the mind is very powerful and whatever you, you know, feed it, whatever you uh, believe in, it grows. So if we're already in a low vibrational energy and, you know, we're just feeding ourselves negative, that's just going to push you down into a downward spiral. But if you you know, feed yourself those positive vibrations every day. I mean, <laughs> affirmations every day. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's just once a day. Yeah. That can help you grow in marvelous ways, you know. It's, I always say it's the little things that matter most in life, you know. We start giving our attention to those little things. <clears throat> yeah. We would get so much farther on our journey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, and in meditation, we got to quiet the mind sometimes, and and also, like, you know, even, um you know, on the health side of things, like, yeah, the, the gut, like, the, the gut is the second brain, and sometimes, you know, you ain't putting positive things in your body, it's like, all right, cool, it's going to reflect in your mind, you know, it's going to reflect, um it's definitely going to reflect consistently, like, all right, cool, like. And, and once again, like your your mind kind of you know things reflect your mind. You know, you got a scattered you know things scattered all over the place. Like your mind might be scattered. <laughs> it's like it's like you got a junky house. Like yo, your mind, you got a lot of junk files and spam. You need to clear out in your mind right now. Like your email, <laughs> you got fifty thousand emails in your you know you got to clear out your emails in your in your head. Like it be like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mind playing tricks on it. Yeah, it's definitely one of my favorite records. Yeah, it's, it's very true. The mind, mind be like, hey, yeah, the mind be tripping. The mind be uh, ghost, ghosts in Saint, you know, James Saint Patrick. Like, yo, what, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> and then little Tariq, like, man, trash Tariq. But uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, um, yeah, um, any um. Any other uh, information in the course, and before we leave, definitely uh, tell the people uh, your, you know your, your platform, TikTok, um, and and whatnot as, as well. But uh, any information um, that you want to leave the people with to, you know, to overcome and have a healthy shadow work aspect of things, and you know, uh, you know, grow something healthy or just you know positive self reflections and whatnot. I would say, uh, at some point throughout your day, try to take a moment to self and, you know, sit with yourself and ask yourself, how are you really feeling? Because I don't think we even do that enough. We don't ask ourselves, how are we even feeling? We focus on the outside world a little bit too much. We focus on others and what they think and how they feel a little bit too much. And we don't give ourselves the attention that we rightfully need. Self-love is very important. And tend to lack that very much so. So we need to start giving ourselves the attention and love that we rightfully desire so that we can attract the love that uh, we desire. Um, Now, I am on TikTok and I go by the name of Galactic Star on TikTok. Um, And as well as Instagram, I go by Galactic 
being galactic underscore underscore being. And again, um, take some time to self and love on you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, people be uh people be beefing with themselves. It's crazy. It be like that. Yeah. That's very true. I've been through that stage in my life where I was very mean to myself for quite some time. Yeah. And that's self-sabotage. Like, I've been in those situations. Like, ah, yeah. We, yeah, the self-sabotage. Like, whoa, whoa. like what, what are we doing? We don't like ourselves? Like, nah, we don't like ourselves today. Like, what? <laughs> it's like, not today. Nah, maybe Friday. Like, but nah. Monday right now? Like, nah, I said, nah. Like, it's, it'd be crazy. Yeah. Yeah, we be in the mirror beefing with each other. Man, what are you looking at? It's like, yo, why are you beefing with yourself, man? Like, <laughs> it's just like, it's like, man, it's a, it's a serious issue. And, um, you know, mental health um, is definitely, a, a, you know, a prop, you know, definitely a, a definitely a serious topic and a serious issue going on. It's, it's a lot of people suffering right now, a lot of brothers and and you know, so my brother Tyrese, he, he he exposed that like that's why most men are mentally, you know, not um sometimes not vulnerable, and sometimes uh, the vulnerability, you know, can be held against us, and then just take a derail. And like some brothers, yeah, some brothers are going through it, and you know, uh, that's why got to be safe on picking the right person and interacting with the right people. And uh, I feel like men, once again, tie back and close it. Yeah, brothers, stop annoying the red flags, man. You know, because <laughs> trust me, I, I, I know what the red flags. So I'm saying, you know, for sure. I know I know men do this period because I'm a testament. Like, stop annoying red flags. Like, you, it's in your face for a reason. Like, nah, it's not a fly. Yeah, it's just not a fly you can swat away. Nah, it's going to come back. Like, it's, <laughs> it's like, but yeah, we got to. Yeah, we just gotta um, consistently keep people in our lives for our mental health. That you know, that's beneficial you know, and not detrimental. Sometimes we keep people around detrimental because they bring us a high. And once again, it goes back to that the dopamine and the drug aspect of what some people use relationships as. You know, because they because they're empty. Like it's it's something in themselves that keeps them in that dysfunction. Uh, no, you know, dysfunctional situations. Like, alright, cool. But the highs are amazing. So I'm gonna stay for the high. Like, nah. It's like, the lows are terrible. But yeah, that's a good record too. The highs and the lows. Um, salute to Chance the Rapper. But um, but yeah. Um, sorry about that. But yeah. Uh, any other, any other gems before we close it out? Um, um you actually touched on touched on a good one. Oh. Oh yeah. Mental health. Those red flags, I kind of just had my mind going. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> um, I forget, it's a... One mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Would you like for me to touch on that, or should we save that for another? Oh, yeah, another no. Day? You, could, you could build on that, yeah. Okay. Well, um, the red flags, you know, identifying the red flags. Um, we can point them out in others, but we don't necessarily see the red flags within ourselves, you know? Mm, yeah. And especially when in relationships, when we see a red flag on someone else and we choose to look past it, that's because we're so used to looking past them within ourselves. That's deep. And like the fact that that, uh, <clears throat> that situation grows is only going to uh, make that energy within yourself grow. 
and that's how so much um, difficulty is, you know, also built in connections. Because that relationship was meant for you to pay attention to that red flag, but you're looking past it. So that red flag is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger until it almost hits you in the face, you know? Mm. So we got to also start looking at our own actions and, you know, uh, understanding that we are a reflection of the people that we choose to be with and around. So what you may not like in someone else, you may also not like it within yourself, but you don't recognize it because you don't look in the mirror. Oh, so. now, now you're just rapping faith. You just got bars. <laughs> just, I know, I know, bars. It's a crazy 16. You just drop right there. <laughs> it's like, yeah, 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 it's definitely, it's definitely true. Yeah. Yes, you know, uh, when you say, uh, that's, that's why I say vibe equals tribe, like, all right, cool, we both annoy Yeah, yeah, we both, are, let's annoy our red flags and let's be together. It's like, nah, it's not going to be healthy, man. It's like, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's detrimental, yeah, and it's, it's caused a lot of pain to both people involved, yeah, yeah. I became very picky. What you say? <laughs> I said, I became very picky. Oh, yeah. Well, not necessarily. When you start healing those weird flags, you know, the people that you attract towards you tend to change. So you don't even have to pick and choose the people that you truly want around you. The right people will eventually gravitate towards you. Exactly. Yeah, they find a way. And I feel like some people, like once you said, like some people come in your life for a reason and, you know, some are for a season. So, yeah, just got to find that line and just let temporary people be temporary. And they may, if, definitely if they make themselves temporary, like, all right, cool. I see, okay, you're not temporary, all right, cool, you're temporary, all right, see you later, and then just keep keep building upon people that gives you those qualities, okay, they're so consistent, I can, I can see, I see long-term with them, and keep building with those people, yeah, that's what it be, yeah, but, um, yeah, definitely, um, definitely, I might call this one Vibe Because Tribe, like part eight or something, but yeah, uh, it's definitely important to see the reflections and keep, um, you know, self-improvement, become a self-improvement junkie, you know, and some people aren't, they're, they're the opposite, you know, they don't, they're the opposite, self-unimprovement junkies, like, yeah, just, like, they don't want to, and they want to watch certain things go a certain way, it's like, we're not, we're decreasing, you know, you know things that keep decreasing and we expect things to go up, it's like, nah, it's, we're doing the opposite. But yeah, but yeah, definitely, uh, definitely one of several conversations to keep building on, and uh, but yeah, definitely appreciate you, and uh, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely, uh, thank you for the gems on a Sunday. This is definitely Sunday school, and uh, yeah, definitely been conscious of crazy, um, and then for the people, of course, positive energy activates constant elevation, and uh, yeah, and L O V E, you know, um. Life's only valid expression, you know, and and then uh, lastly, uh, any uh, any outros or any uh, last uh, last words you want to say to the people? Um, let's get back to in love of self, peace and love from the ill galactic being. Peace. All right, peace, family. All right, kind of crazy. <laughs>